So welcome to another episode of Africans Talk Football. This is the first Monday of 2022. How's everybody feeling today? Good, man. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, New Year, New Me. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like it's New Year, same United, huh? Oh, yeah. (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll get into that. (laughs) Who collected three points this week? (laughs) City. (laughs) but uh before we get into the nitty-gritty here again just want to say happy new year to everyone out there all of our subscribers all of our fans all of our listeners hope you had a good and safe new year's eve going into the new year's day uh this weekend this weekend there was a lot of soccer um just like we said in the past few episodes this december and january it seems like there's a game every five days so we're going to have a lot of content for you guys. We're going to have a lot to talk about. And then I hope you guys did watch our prediction episodes. I know United, I believe y'all still have a game in hand. You guys are at 18, 18 matches played. Game in hand. So they're not, yeah, they're not quite at 19, but we went ahead and dropped that based on what we're seeing, you know, based on what we've seen in, in recent form. Um, hopefully you guys were able to check that out. And if you haven't, feel free to. It's a quick 20-minute hitter. We all give our predictions on who we think will finish in the top four and then also five through 10. So we definitely want to hear what you guys think. We know we have some uh, Tottenham fans. We have some Villa fans. I have a few friends that support uh, Leicester Palace as well. So let us know what you think about that because, you know, there's, there's a lot of time left. There's a whole lot of time left. We'd have AFCON this month. So a lot of teams are missing you know, some key players. So that also is going to change the the whole dynamic of the Prem, definitely in January. And then from then on, it's just a, a dead sprint to May. But um, without further ado, let's just hop into it for real, man. Uh, Chelsea played this past weekend. United played today. And then Arsenal also played this past weekend. Unfortunately, none of us were able to get the three points. So none of us were the three-point collectors. Um, we actually saw a few teams take the L, most recently United. Mm. Uh, tough loss. T- tough losses all around, I would say. And then even the draw. Don't even, say it was tough for United. Don't no, I'm not tough. saying tough loss, but it, in the sense that it was a tough loss in the way oh, that they okay. lost. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. tough loss as in you're trying to find form. You haven't. You know, they had a few games in hand. They're thinking, hey, maybe we can we can get these three points at home and start to close the gap between the top four and us. And, you know, they weren't able to manage to get that done, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But I, I think the real – well, the real marquee match of this weekend was Chelsea versus Liverpool. It was the two versus the three. Um, so that was obviously a big game. But then, But then Arsenal. You know, it's another top four matchup. Arsenal has been in the top four for the past few weeks now. We got to give them their shout. And they were without Arteta. So, Gabriel, whether you want to say Arteta out or not, he wasn't, you know, in the in the spotlight this week. But, you know, Arsenal had a chance to take the game, especially in the first 15 or 20 minutes. They had it. They had some chances. They were taking it to City. They were they looked like they wanted to protect the Emirates. They honestly put together one of the best halves I've seen, um, at least Arsenal put together. And some people might disagree with me because Arsenal has scored, you know, two, three goals and a half in some of these past matches. But 
it's a difference when you're playing a team like City. You know, they're the defending champs. They're the number one team right now by a lot. And it, it's just you have to prepare different when you play them because you know that they're going to bring that elite caliber talent. They're going to play at the highest level and you either are going to match their play or you're going to fall by the wayside. Um, unfortunately, a red card ruined the game in my, in my opinion. I personally think that Partey probably had the best game he's ever had in an Arsenal shirt. I'm just going to say that over the last two years, that's probably the best game I've seen Partey in. Um, he, he was actually the, the shining moment for me. Like he, he did a lot of things that we expected, I think, from him last year and even into this year. And what was it, like two, three weeks ago, he said, you know, I'm not playing up to my level. I'm not playing to what everybody expects. And I think that he took it upon himself to actually get to that next level. Unfortunately, it was right before AFCON, um, which is going to be a huge hit, I believe, for Arsenal. But Gabriel, I, I know you were um, – you had some high hopes. You know, you expected a tough win, and I thought you guys were going to get it. But unfortunately, you know, a couple of mistakes by defenders and some players on your teams changed the whole – Chase a whole, you know, outlook of the game. So give me your, give me your take on this past weekend. Like what, what were the positives? What were the negatives? Just uh, what do you see moving forward from this? Yeah. Um, Arteta out. <clears throat> I'm always coming with it every week, <laughs> every single week. Um, Arteta out. I uh, hope he's doing better with COVID though. Cause you know, he was out with COVID. So I hope he, you know, he's feeling okay. Um, you know, I know he was super in tune with the game as well. Uh, mm-hmm. re- reports were that he was on the phone with actually one of our, the um, one of our coaches the entire match, and with you know with the AirPods. So um, that's dope to see. But yeah, this weekend was tough to be honest. Um, Girls, you hit the nail on the head. This was our best half. I mean, I, I, like I've said, I've been saying this over the weeks, but honestly, this is the best put together half I've seen in years. Like from Arsenal, like this is. This was a great, great half by us. Um, you know, to go up one nil, to completely dominate the half. Um, maybe not the possession wise, but chance wise. You know, putting City under the press, winning the ball back quickly, um, kind of beating them at their own game. Honestly, pressing and and winning the ball back and advance the ball forward. Um, like you said, Partey is probably one of his best performances in an Arsenal shirt easily. Um, all the things that we signed him for, the things that we were used to him doing. You know, the things that we know that he can do, he, he did in that match. Uh, you know, I'm really not upset. I really don't have that many negatives from this match, to be honest. There, there are a couple glaring ones. Um, but I take a lot of positives from this loss because, for me, this is a match where I believe if we finish the game with 11 men, we win. Uh, this is a match that I believe we dominated until we got a red card. Um, this is a match where I think we completely outclassed and completely outplayed, if you want to say, probably the best team in the world right now currently. Um, and even better, it was at home. The Emirates was rocking. The Emirates was crazy that day. It was nuts. Um, so there's really not too many, you know, there, there are a lot of positives I can take from this match. A lot of great performances, Partey, um, what's it called, tyranny with the goal. Um, that's a big, big goal for him, especially coming back. You know, he's he's been performing. Uh, Odegaard had a good game. You know, Saka played extremely well. Um, Martinelli played extremely well. Lacazette played extremely well. Um, but there, there are two glaring negatives from my team that 
that are just like inexcusable, inexcusable to me, inexcusable. Um, the first one is Martinelli. <clears throat> now, Martinelli's been playing amazing. He's been playing great. Like he's he's been with one of our most informed players over these over the past month, you could say. But to me, that goal that 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 goal that goal that he missed is unacceptable. I don't care if you know the ref slightly ran in front of you before it. I don't. I really don't care what anyone has to say. That needs to be a goal. There's no reason, as a player on a top four club right now, one of the biggest clubs in the world, that you're missing a wide open net at the PK spot, maybe ten yards out, twelve yards out. There's no. I don't. I don't. I don't want any excuses for that. I'm sorry. There's no excuse. And he played so well that day. He played played so so well. But for me, it's like that miss kind of looms over your performance because that goal changes the entire match. We go up 2-0, we're at home, we protect our home. That means that Gabriel doesn't have to go in for that challenge, that reckless challenge, you know? Um, it, it It's just such a glaring miss, and there's a lot of positives from this match, but that that miss is just so crucial and vital. Like, as a, as a club, we need to take those opportunities because, as you saw, if we don't take those opportunities, we lose matches. Um, and then the second, the second one was was obviously the red card by Gabriel, um, within the matter of probably three minutes. It's just at that point, it's just unprofessional. Again, inexcusable. Uh, I really, it, I'm just so utterly disappointed with both Gabriels, to be honest. For the, for you know missing that wide open net and then him getting the red card. You no, know, Gabriel as our center back. Um, you know it's. It's tough because you, you literally look at our performance and this is probably one of our best performances we would have, we would have put on. And even with 10 men, this is still a good performance. We still did well with 10 men defending. Um, and it's tough when when you have a player that that acts out, gets a, a stupid yellow card for descent after the PK. That's one thing. You know, you don't the, the PK's already happened. He's already called. If anything, you should get the PK as soon as he calls it, not after when they've already scored the goal. There's no point. And then two minutes later to to make a stupid foul in the middle of the park when you have three defenders sitting behind you. It's not like they're on a counterattack or anything crazy. Yeah, Jesus would have been in, you know, a, a good position, but we have three, we have a, a Ben White there, we have Tierney there, and we have um, Tomiyasu still there. And we still have a, one of our trailing center defensive mids. So it, it's not like you needed to make that foul in that moment. That was an unnecessary foul, super unnecessary. And it costs us the game. That that one moment costs us the match. Um, and it's tough because I sit here and, and I'm looking at our team and I'm looking at our performance and I go, if we don't get this red card, we I think we'd be sitting on 36 points bare minimum. We would have gotten out the image with a draw bare minimum. I think we if we don't get that red card personally, I believe that we probably would have walked out there with 38 points, would have widened the gap even with United losing today. Would have widened that gap. Even though Southampton won, we still would have widened that gap a little bit more. Tottenham would have widened that gap. And now that gap is shorter. Um, and it's just tough, man. It's just tough. It's just tough. And in the last portion I want to speak out about these refs, man. I'm sorry, but these refs are terrible absolute like no consistency with the var no consistency whatsoever it was a clear mm -hmm. pk on odegaard i'm sorry he he gets to the ball first he puts his foot on the ball and ederson completely takes him out why is there no var check why is there no var check 
There was a few of those this 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 match. Yeah, and, uh, yeah all and, yeah. and we've been and we've been pretty decent with VAR this pat this whole season. So why all of a sudden this new year hits and and things have completely gone inconsistent in a matter of a week? You know, Arsenal wasn't the only match where VAR was inconsistent. You know, you don't call you don't even look at the PK on Odegaard's side. You just completely outrule it, call it yeah. a corner. And then, but then you look at and then you look at Bernardo yeah. Silva's. Yeah. Now, in the, in the, even in the sense of Bernardo Silva, I think it's weak. I don't think it's a PK. I think he's going down so yeah. quickly already. Mm-hmm. But it's a shirt pull, and then it's, and then it's Jaka on top of yeah. that. You know, it's the player, and it's the shirt pull. And even if even if the shirt pull was there, and if, if even if it wasn't Jaka, I still still might have not been a penalty just because of the player, honestly, because Jaka's known for you know his little chippiness yeah. and tackles and hot headed and that. all those things. Like he, didn't, he didn't. No, he didn't need to do that. But at the same time, it's inconsistent. No matter what you want to say about it, or if it's a foul or no foul, no matter what the case may be, if it's a PK on one side, it should be a PK on the other side. I know that for a fact. I know that for a fact. So, you know. Again, you know, the referee, even with the match, the referee didn't even have a fourth official until 30 minutes in. 30 minutes yeah, in, we I've didn't have a fourth official. Yeah. The fourth official had to come to the grounds. He, he looked like he didn't even have a shirt under his top. He didn't even <laughs> yeah. look like he had a shirt under his <laughs> top. He, he wasn't like prepared half, to be he had like halfway. <laughs> yeah. And he had, he was still in New Year's Eve. Right. Still. He, was, yeah. he, was, he, was, he was sitting at home chilling. They call him, hey, we need you to come. He was sipping on leads. For real, like, you know, and, and then no consistency in the VAR. And then, I, I like like I said before, I fault Martinelli for missing that goal 100%. There's no reason that he should have missed that goal. But also, why is the ref in, in the 18-yard box? When when we see refs in the 18-yard box? Please tell me. Please, please tell me. Has everyone ever seen the ref on, in the PK spot, on, on the, pretty much in the box on the same lines of PK spot? I thought he was going to strike going. the ball. What what is this ref doing, man? What is he doing? Like, it, it's I don't I'm not I don't want to blame the refs. I I, I don't want to blame the refs because there are mo- there are ample bad. amount of opportunities that we could have scored and, and changed this match. But it plays a factor, man. A PK the, running in front, no fourth official until thirtieth minute. It all plays a factor, man. Like this is the English Premier League, bro. This is the top level of club football in the world. You're telling me we can have a fourth official until 30 minutes in in one of the a top four um, marquee matchup? It's embarrassing, bro. It's embarrassing. But you know, um, I'm, I take a lot of positives from this match. Um, I take a lot, a lot of positives from this match. It gives me hope moving forward. Um, and you know, in terms of, I know we play Liverpool next in the Carabao Cup, but in terms of Premier League, it gives me a lot of hope knowing that this is how we played City. Um, we're not missing too many players because of AFCON. I mean, Alba wasn't really hasn't been playing this past month. Partey will definitely be a big miss. Um, El Nelly and Nenny really doesn't play. So outside of Partey, we really don't have. Um, and we have one more player. I think it's Academy players going as well. Pepe. Um, uh, and Pepe, but Pepe hasn't been playing that much either. Um, so we're not missing players that necessarily have been you no know, starters outside of Partey. Um, so I still look to see know these same things happening week in week out i still expect to see great performances from our team because we still have the bulk of our team and i still expect good thing moving forward um but it's just this week was a was a was a tough tough loss after that red card was just tough and to lose like that in the 94th minute like so unlucky in a sense too is just it's just heartbreaking but you know like ben white said you know we move we we understand that one and we move i'm right I, I wanted to say, um, Ben White, he he surprised me. He had a pretty good game, man. And, uh, well, he's been doing this all season. 
Yeah, he's been doing it all season, but it's different when you're playing a City. It's different when you're playing a Liverpool. Sure. You know, it's different when you're playing these top clubs. And to see the composure that Ben White had, I, I, I do have to take my hat off to him. I think he had a pretty good game as well. Yeah, I, he was I pinging agree. some balls from the back line, breaking the midfield, getting it up top. I, I mean, I, I was seeing some things that we had heard of, but to put him in play in a game like that, I, I thought he had a pretty good game as well. Yeah, I um, like I said, man, like I've been saying all week up in the league up until that match against City, I just wanted to see how we look against them. And we looked great up until that red card. Even when we got 10 men, we looked great. Outside of, you know, us missing chances, we looked great. And that type of performance, you know, gives me hope moving forward. Let me know, okay, this is a team that wants to fight for top four. It's a team that thinks they can be top four. They be, they think they think they can be top three. They're going toe-to-toe with, you know, the, <laughs> the, uh, the best team in the Premier League right now. Probably, probably one of the best teams in the world. So to see that from, you know, a group of 22, 23, 24-year-olds is is amazing to um, – amazing watch. And I just – I'm looking forward to, you know, hopefully, you know, winning a Carabao Cup and hopefully getting top four. But, yeah. Yeah, what you guys uh, – Salam, Mike, did, were you able to watch the game? Did you – do you feel the same about Arsenal? Do you think they are a team that – because I said this last week, I think they'll finish top four. But do you think they're a team that can sustain the level of play? Um, Me personally, I don't. Um, and if you watch the <laughs> – no, I'm not even trying to be funny. But I'm just saying I don't because if you watch the predictions episode, you'll see why um, I have them placed where I have where I had them placed. Um, I think that they have a good team. I think they have a – a bunch of you know good young players but you know over the course of throughout the whole season I think you still need you know leadership you still need those veterans and I don't see where those people are at for Arsenal um, you do have guys that potentially could be those guys but I think it's a this is just my opinion I think it's a tough ask for you to do that as well as asking them to just maintain their performances I mean if you I, I just don't see I just don't see like how this is going to be sustainable because you look good in the first half, you come out flat before. I've seen this a lot with these, with this group and that's going to happen with young players, but you know, I think that they still need that veteran leadership for them to see out games. And um, I, I mean, I think that there's some guys on that team that shouldn't be there. Like Shaka, you have continuously have been sent off. Wasn't he, wasn't he sent off the, the first time you guys played them this season? Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. like, I don't know. You've you just consistently just can't stay on the field, I guess. Uh, so you shouldn't play. Um, the the mistake by Gabriel, I thought that was, I, I thought that was bad. And this isn't the first time that I've seen that before, but I, I'm not gonna go out and be like, you know, he need to get rid of him because I think he's a good center back. But I mean, I've seen I've seen the same shit happen before. Maybe not. Oh, you're right, and so, I, like, like I said before. So sorry, I didn't even cut you off. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's just like the same thing before. It's just like we have this discipline or I don't, I don't know if it's a discipline problem. I don't know if it's you know, like a I, don't, I really don't know what it is. We have this like on field emotional issue sometimes where the moment literally sometimes might get too big for us. Like I know we oh, joke about it, but <laughs> literally like I don't I don't understand. I, and I personally think there needs to be some type of in-house like fine for, for players getting sent off for us now because it's reached that point where it's 
this isn't the first this is this isn't the first time that we've gotten a player sent off in a big matchup where we're looking good and we're looking to win the game and we're probably going to win that match like this isn't the first time yeah. you know like, there have been so many matches we've been playing well we'll go up one nil then we'll get a red card then we'll lose or we'll draw and it's like these are vital points like if we can steal three points off a of city no that's cr- not that's not even great just only for us that's great for the league league the whole league you know what i mean like so it's just we, we need to have some type of in-house system some type of fine some type of something to to get these players to to not act out on the pitch and get stupid yellow cards and stupid reds because it's one thing if you know gabriel makes that foul but doesn't get the yellow card before it's just a yellow we move on we play but for you to go get a stupid yellow card after a pk that's already been scored and taken there's no need in that there's no need in that, you know, and then to go make the stupid foul is just certain things we just don't need. We don't need a yellow card for descent 50 minutes into the match when you're a center back. We, we know you have to get stuck in the tackles. We know you have to make risky decisions yeah. when it comes to these these world class players. So why put yourself in a position to get sent off so easily? You know, it's, it's just frustrating. It's just, it's just so frustrating. When we have I continu- continuously see these same issues over and over year after year. Like it's, it's just it's just frustrating. But. Like I said, man, I think we still be good moving forward. Yeah, I mean, uh, watching that game, what I saw was this is the reason why Arsenal won't be a top four team because, I mean, you you pretty much shut yourself in the foot. I mean, mistakes, mistakes, mistakes. These are the type of mistakes we've been seeing you guys make for the last two years, and you're still making these type of mistakes. Like I said, the pressure is going to be too big for you guys down the stretch eventually. I don't think you're going to be able to hold on to the top four spot. And this is why I don't think you're going to make top four. I mean, Gabriel in a moment like that, like, I, I don't even know what he was thinking. But, I mean. You know you're on a yellow, it, it's, too. It's also, you know, you guys are young. These are type of mistakes that you know, you, go, you guys make. But, yeah, I don't so know. Like, back, back to what, my what? Sorry, to, sorry to cut you off. Go on. ahead. Go ahead. Sorry to cut you off. My whole thing with that, though, before you moved on from Gabrielle's point, if there was a captain there, I don't know who the captain was on that day. If there was a captain there, he wouldn't have had to come in and talk to the ref. He would have been like, you need to chill. Because, again, mm. like you said, as a center back, you know you're going to have to go into tackles. And then, like, you're already mm-hmm. wasting, like, an opportunity to get booked because you said something to the ref. And then the second mm-hmm. time you do what you do. But go ahead, Mike. Yeah, but to me, it's just like people like Shaka. Shaka is supposed to be one of the vets on the team. Even with his mistake, like, honestly, to me, it wasn't a PK. But right when you grab him, it it makes it controversial. It could go either way. And and you're the type of player that should be leading these young guys. And I feel like most of the time, when these mistakes happen, it's the older guys, and you can't you can't continue to have that. I mean, that's the only that's my main reason why I don't think you guys you know finished out four. The pressure the pressure is just going to be too big, and you have way too many young guys, and I, I just don't think you can hold on to it. But I mean, United lost today. West Ham is not that far off. Who knows? No, it'll be tight. It'll definitely be tight. Yeah. Gabriel, are you gonna say something? No, I mean you guys have your opinions. Um, yeah, I never like I said before, my predictions. I mean, I, I can predict that we'll finish top four, but I still expect us to you know finish in that fifth, sixth. Yeah. 
y'all y'all should go watch our prediction show yeah yeah definitely for those of you who haven't like i said it's a quick minute quick 20 minute hitter we all give our top 10 and we kind of explain for the most part we all had the same top six and then you know the rest of the table kind of worked itself out but i don't know for me i think that you know because i did put arsenal in my top four for me this was one of those games where yeah it's tough you see the mistakes that keep happening and you see how detrimental they are to your team. But I think y'all learn from that. Or that's my that's my hope. My hope is that you learn from it. Because just like you said, they probably went into the locker room after the match and said, God damn it, like, that's yeah. our, we, we lost. Like, we yeah. lost that match. And that's, yeah. that's the feel you guys should have. Arsenal because you, Arsenal. Out, you outclassed City for 45 minutes yeah. in the first half. 100%. You know, I also want to say, Arsenal is a dangerous team, man. You guys had them on the ropes in the first half, no question. Locked up, Mares. Did they have a shot on target? They didn't have have a shot on target until until you guys were just outplaying them. Locked up, Mares. De Bruyne was kind of non-existent that first half. I mean, you guys look good. Like no dangerous team. Dangerous team. Great, to be honest. So it's it's tough to see that loss because I know how hard it is for you, you know, being a fan. But for the players, they should go into the locker room. Feeling yeah. like they beat themselves, absolutely, and yeah, realizing it, we almost have it, but we're not there. Bro, Arsenal, Arsenal beat Arsenal straight up. Arsenal mm-hmm. beat Arsenal. They didn't have a shot on goal the entire first half, and I, I don't think the shot on goal happened until the PK in the 65th minute. I think they had one more. Like, I think the, it was the second goal was their their second shot on goal. Even the second um, goal, that's injury time. A little mess up in the back, it gets and you know around what? in the box. If, and then if it, Gabriel is in the game. Doesn't happen. That that cross is probably headed out. Doesn't happen. Yeah. On top of that, I just want to say some one more thing about the refs. Um, the refs didn't give City a card until the 94th minute. <clears throat> now, <laughs> watching that entire match, wow, what watching that entire match, no city player shouldn't have gone to yellow because I can ca- count Ruben yeah, Diaz. that's crazy. That's crazy. Diaz I didn't even notice that. <sighs> bro. No one got a card until the 94th minute. Rob That's Holding wild. runs on Rob Holding runs onto the pitch, makes a foul, and the first minute he's on the pitch, yeah, it's a book. Bro, yeah, these refs, it. these refs need some type of they need some, some type of checks and balances with these refs, man. Some type. It's it's ridiculous. But. Yeah, I mean, I agree. For the most part, they, they were getting better, but the start of 22 hasn't been too hot. So we'll we'll see how this year goes. But it's a tough loss, but just like you said, you had a lot of positives from it. So it's, you know, you grow and you move just like Ben White said. Um, and then on the flip side, you know, United also had a tough loss today. And hmm. it wasn't as tough, tough, tough as the City loss. Hmm. But again, they lost at home by one goal, a late winner against a team mid-table, who actually is looking very good this year. Um, yeah. I, I must Being give credit to Wolves, Portugal B team. It seems. <laughs> yeah, everybody's Portuguese. Yeah, like, everybody played for Portugal on Wolves, mm-hmm. but I said this maybe a few weeks ago, a month ago. This is not the same Nuno Wolves, bro. This team does not sit yeah. back. I think Salam last week he said, you know, Wolves they'll sit back, they'll play a low block against us. They ran at United for ninety minutes today. I wrote down just a few stats just because. I wasn't able to watch the whole game. I was at work, but I was able to, like, you know, do a little sneak stream on your phone type thing. 
luckily it was at 12 30 you know eastern time so i was able mm. to watch a lot of that second half on my lunch break but what what like stood out to me specifically today is that old trafford seems like not a fortress anymore people yeah, are running into old trafford and they're doing what they want i mean there was at one point in the first half where the fans were silent bro like I haven't seen that in Old Trafford in a long time. And Salam, I asked you this, you know, a few weeks ago. I was like, how long are you going to give Ragnick? Are you okay with the lineup changes? Are you okay with the 4-2-2-2 formation? Because I'm going to come out and say right now, I think it's trash, and I think it's the reason you guys are not it together <laughs> with. Bro, you guys had two shots on frame today. Two what? shots on no frame. No way. Today. Nine shots overall, no which is way, decent, but dude. two shots on frame. I think in the first half, you only had one shot on frame, three total, versus Wolves, who had 19 shots, six on frame. You had three corners today versus Wolves, eight. When I look at some of the offensive numbers, bro, it's like, I don't know if this is the most conducive formation for your team, because I get it allows you to have more attacking players out there, but what is the, what, what's blaring to me is that, like, there's no one in the middle. When you guys have it on one side, you have whoever's playing that right midfield striker. I don't even know what to call that. Like that right winger, they're more so playing central. But you guys are good when you have people in the middle of the field who are able to create. I think Bruno's his best when he's able to just float in the middle. Although Pogba is not here, I think Pogba is the best when he's able to just float in the middle. You guys have players that need to work in the middle. And I think even Sancho, man, I know he naturally likes to play on the outside, but I think Sancho is one of those players that can drift from the outside to the middle, you know, transfer the ball to the other side and kind of just like drift. And with this formation, I'm just not seeing it. I I, I truly don't think that you guys are going to string together wins. I really don't know what Ragnick's plan is with this 4-2-2-2. But based on the past two, three weeks, and you know, I said this in the group, his first game with you guys was December 5th. So it's been about a month. It's January 3rd. You know, it's been 28, 29 days or so. And over the last two weeks, the offense has looked stagnant. It seems like you guys are just trying to force the ball to Ronaldo. Last two games, you've had this Ronaldo-Cavani tandem up top, trying to make sure you have big bodies, get headers in. But I don't know, man. I this is just me, you know, this is just my opinion, but I, I don't think if you guys rock with this 4-2-2-2, you're going to see much success. I mean, if you just look at the stats, man, three corners versus eight, two shots on frame versus six, you're not going to win games like that. I mean, what, what was your take from today's from today's match? I mean, for me, there's only one place to start, um, and that's with the players. Um, before, I, before I, you know, start with that, I just do want to say... Writing out? Phil Jones um, came in from being out for almost two years and played. And although, you know, he was out, he could have been out, out, out fault for the goal. Um, I thought that he had a pretty decent game. Um, and he actually was one of the, one of the, I would, I'm not going to say bright spots, but he was at least a spot that I didn't really have to look at um, because everywhere else, man, was really poor. Um, I said this, uh, a few weeks ago, I mean, these players, you know, we know these players. Uh, these players can't be trusted. These players, some of these players are not good enough. Um, I have a lot of questions, like, leaving this game. Um, 
because I mean, some of them, man. Again, I I hate to always just. It sounds like I'm just. What are what are some of the about. questions you're asking yourself? What are some of the questions? Well, I have questions for Ragnik. I have things that I praise him for. I also have questions because I'm not clear on some things because of who I think he is and who he's playing. It's not matching up for me. So I'll get into that here in a second. But some of these players, man, um, are just not good enough. Um, I've said this many times. Scott McTominay, I don't really want to waste too many time, too much time on it. He's just pedestrian. Him and Matic in midfield. Uh, Cornelius, you were saying all those stats, and, like, I'm not surprised, man. When you look at our offense, um, this is something I don't understand why Ragnick did, but I don't know why Bruno didn't start uh, because we had no creativity that first half, and that was very glaring, um, especially considering that our right back is poor going forward. So is our left back. I mean, he put in a decent first half. He had a few crosses. Nah, he, he, but he, he's on, been bro. He, he's with with, been with the way Reese James is playing and Trent Alexander is playing, bro. Watching Aaron Wambisaka, the I, level. I'm asking, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. The like, level yeah, is yeah, just probably so different. It's probably different for you, but I'm not even asking him to do that. It's just more of with him. It's just like. There was many moments in the game with him where I was just like, man, I really wish Delo was in. But then there were many, there were moments today where Wambisaka was good defensively, and like if Delo was in that position, that's him. Delo, that's if him. Delo, would Delo make? But the thing is, it's like I wish we could just combine both of them. We can't. It's just like <laughs> yeah. you just have to just take one or the well, other. Yeah, the, are you going to be good the, going forward, or are you going to be just bad going back? But that's where the compromise comes in because I, I want to take you from United, but now I want to go, go back to Arsenal. But it's like, bro. For us, it's we have uh Gabriel, we have Ben White, we have Tommy Asu pretty much sit back and we give tyranny free reign. So it's like at that point, it's like if one can only do if you have Wambasaka and give let Telez go on the left hand side, give him free reign. Okay, which just... leads me to my point though, which leads me to my point. Luke Shaw, you just continue to just have a shit season. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what yeah. happened to you from last year. Yeah, he's tripping. Yeah. And uh um, did he get a con- did he get a contract extension? Uh, they're talking about it, but he, I was like, everybody, he didn't, um, he didn't play well today. Um, you know, I'm not really surprised like with the, with the offensive stats, just based off of the personnel that we had today. Um, I do want to highlight a few things about Ronaldo, you know, again, I love Ronaldo, but you know, for him to be the captain today, today was a big step, you know, for, for Harry Maguire to not play, and for Cristiano to get the armband, you know, I thought he would have taken that additional responsibility of, you know, providing that leadership, something that I say Maguire doesn't have and provide. Um, today, he fell way short of that. He's continuously pouting. He's been pouting all season, but now it's like all, you know, it's all in the public because we're not getting the results. So it's just like the sulking and then like, you know, we're trying to get, you know, this game going and your teammates are seeing that you're supposed to be the leader again, kind of, kind of back to like, you're supposed to be leading these guys and they're seeing that, that you're not clearly dissatisfied of what's going on. But I feel him though, because in his sense, it's just like, these guys aren't good enough. How many times have we seen Aaron Wambisaka crossing these balls? And every time he's just like, what are you doing? When you're supposed to be playing it in the air, you play it on the ground. When you're supposed to be playing it on the ground, you play it up in the air. You know what I'm saying? When you do play it up in the air, it's like what? Twi- I can jump, but I can't jump like yeah. this high. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he had like three of those where he jumped and he was just yeah. ah, too and, much. And, and, 
and I feel Cristiano on that because he's used to the best. He's used to, you know, playing at the highest level with the best players. And this is a major step down for him. But at the same time, as a, as a captain, you got to, you know, you, you got to be better there. And obviously we look better in the second half, but these players, man, I, I again, Matic, McTominay, shit, bro. Even today, like the, the, the wingbacks, the four, the two forwards, even pedestrian today. <laughs> uh, I mean, like Cavani, Ronaldo, Cavani, there was a Cavani had a Greenwood moment today yeah, where he, he could have could have played Greenwood, right? Could have just played Greenwood. I don't know what and what's then, going on no. there. So, but you know, but in my head, I was like, if it was Greenwood with the ball, and if it was Cavani with exactly, you're Greenwood. I don't know. Greenwood's probably taking that shot though. So, like, regardless. So, yeah, yeah, we need to bring Greenwood to front street real quick. I mean, he just seems to be playing his own game. No, I mean, I I don't understand. I like the confidence, but bro, yeah, we got to bring it in. What I I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you guys are not seeing it. He just seems to be playing his own uh, game. I've seen it. No, I mean, what I say, what I I, I say two minutes into the match, I said Greenwood doesn't want to play today. Yeah, yeah, uh, but I, mean, be, yes. I don't think he's I don't I don't think he's he's as effective as he could be at, like on those wings. I need to I think he needs to be closer to goal. He doesn't need to be floating around. He needs to be like right in front of goal so that we can get shots off. So All if right, he's this, taking, I, I, so if he's ahead, taking those shots closer to goal, I'd be fine with it. The problem is is your so, every shot that you're so taking goes, yeah, exactly. is outside so of the far out. So this goes back to like my original point do you think it's a formation thing do you think it's the way that they're okay yeah position i mean this is again this is just me because i'm really not a big fan of 4222 but it leaves such a huge gap in the middle of the field that i feel like i just don't know if united understands what ragnick wants to implement with that formation that's just me because when i look at you guys play there's no there's no there's no team chemistry it feels like you know what yeah. i mean there, there's no pass pass it, it pass, looks like pass. they're thinking it's a lot much. of ping the yeah. ball up to ronaldo or let's work it down the sides and try to get across it it's doesn't definitely. look they're, like they're not, it's fluid yet they're not good enough uh we talked about this last week like some of these players simply are not good enough and i think the quicker ragnick realizes this the better it will be for him because he, he he's not going to get anywhere trusting these players um because like they'll they'll get, they'll get you fired no problem these guys like like continuously have shown that they can fall short no matter who the opponent is. And, so, and- Ron, what do you think uh, uh, Ragnick is struggling with? What do you think he's struggling with? I think. What do you think he's struggling with? Struggling with the players. I think he. I think he's struggling with the players failing to grasp and understand what he's trying to do. Again, I think a lot of these players simply are not fit enough to play for Manchester United. I agree United. with you. I agree They're not smart you. enough or intelligent enough to be playing at the highest level, and they are. And they've been continuously rewarded and babied and pampered by the former regime. So now when they are fa- faced with this adversity, like, bro, even something as simple, like Luke Shaw's comment today after the thing, maybe the manager has uh, – some more ideas like what do you mean like what maybe like what does that have to do with your incapability <laughs> you need of to play playing these five better. yard passes why is every part <laughs> why is every pass this way so, or it's kind yeah. of up in the air mm-hmm. or it's just everything is too short or too hard or too high or too low it's just like technically like some of these guys are just not there i hate yeah. to be picking on this guy all the time but marcus rashford 
I, I don't understand why, again, Ragnick, like you, you, you look at the bench, you need an impact. You put on Marcus Rashford, you know what, he's going, to, you know what he's going to do. <laughs> you know what he's going to do. He comes on, he, he comes on, <laughs> he, he comes on, you know, does his thing, you know what I'm saying, gets his flicks off and then continues to be pedestrian. Yeah. And I was just like, doing, man. I was just like three games, bro. Marcus Rashford is terrible, bro. bro he like, looks to be in a but, whole but, but, different world, man. bro. But to me, man, I, I, I do feel for him because I'm just like, bro, like you, like he just hasn't been coached, man. And, and, and I think the more time, like he just, and it's gonna, it's gonna be an adjustment. I understand that, but I do, I do want to touch on this real quick. Um, when Ragnar came in, you know, I was under the impression that, you know, we were going to be going through this whole rebuild, another rebuild, because certainly the first rebuild we had with the first manager wasn't enough. So we need another rebuild. So I thought he was going to come in again, the, the six month interim period. And then he has the consultancy role or whatever. And from what I've read about Ralph Ragnick and like what I understand about how he wants to play and what he wants to do. What you saw today was not it. I don't understand. I don't understand why some of the decisions that he's made. I don't know if he's making it or if he's being told to to make some of these decisions, but it makes no sense to me because you can't, you can't, if he's, if he wants to play the way that he wants to play, I don't see why you're playing some of these players. It makes no sense to me. Why is Darren Fletcher, again, He's 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 you're, you're you're bringing in again. We we got rid of all the other guys, right? McKenna, Carrick, all the other guys. Darren Fletcher is on the touchline. Darren Fletcher is on the touchline, shouting. He's he's our technical director, by the way. By the way, I don't even. Do you know who your technical director is? I, I don't no. know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's a check by the check. Okay, would Petr Cech ever be on the on the on the on the coaching line? No, no next to no, Tuchel, no. in front of Tuchel. Would he ever be in front of Tuchel? Never. So, yeah. I don't understand why he's there because, in my opinion, and I saw this a lot in the previous game, and I know it was, it, it was kind of overshadowed in the Burnley game, but the game before that, I think where we drew, where we drew, he's telling them to do one thing, and Ralph Ragnick visibly looks upset. So I think that there's a problem there because I, I, I don't understand why. Why does Ralph Ragnick need you, the technical director, to be there shouting instructions for my team? What does what does Darren Fletcher know that Ralph Ragnick doesn't? And that's why I have again, why I said it, why I have so many questions, because I don't understand why what's going on there. What, why, why, why are we having two different coaches? Is, is, is what I'm saying, because it, it makes no sense. Again, there is no there is Darren Fletcher is not. Qual more qualified than Ralph Ragnick at all. So there's nothing that he can tell him about how he wants to play. He he's brought in someone from his coaching staff who sits right next to him the whole time. Every time that they're talking, this dude looks pissed. Always, always. He's visibly came out in conferences and said, I don't like these sideway passes. We need he, in every interview, he's, he's always talked about how we need to play with more physicality and more energy and, all, you know, the passion, desire, whatever. <laughs> but like, you know, like the, 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 the I don't know, man, I, I think there, there's there's things going on there that I'm not 100 percent sure about because, you know, and another like, what the fuck does Donnie have to do to play today, man? Like, I mean, Matic, like. I, I don't know, bro. I, Read, I, Donnie. I, I, I think yeah. I think that there's there's. 
I, I would like to think again, him coming into this position, he's given full reign to do everything that he needs to do. And sometimes I feel like, I don't know if that's all that's happening there because again, what you see on the field and what he's saying is completely different. And if you, as the casual fan, you may not see that, but if you look into it, there is clearly division on ideas there. Yeah. 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 There, I mean, I've heard there are clicks in the locker room too. So it doesn't look like the players are together. It doesn't look like they all know what they're supposed to be doing. Um, it looks like some people are working hard and the others are just completely lost on, you know, where they're supposed to be. And I think it's going to take time. It's going to take time, but some of these players are just... You keep saying it's going to take time. I mean, we're, we're, we, United we, is right now what, halfway in the season they have what 19 more games to go um but, but mike, i don't know mike there's, there's, there's no after after the 10th team, game this, after no, the 10th mike, game mike, you can start looking see and this, this is what salam said this, to me because last year again we were recording by this point sorry to cut you off g but i i said look all i know about tuchel is what i've seen from psg and what i've read He's never coached Chelsea, so I'm going to give him a month to see what formations he throws out, who he's starting to favor as his starting 11. Yeah, but a and month, then I will start to make. Is a month people. enough time for you to just. So in that month, if he if he if he's just. But in, in their like month, they've had COVID. They've had games suspended. They've, they've yeah, had like things so. happen that. But Ragnick's, you, you have to but Ragnick's it hasn't been, been, the, been the manager for at least four matches. Okay, He's been the manager for I mean, I mean, four, four matches. Four matches four. is not a long. Like you guys it's keep bringing up the dates. He's been here for it's four weeks. Like you can say that, okay, but like we. But they've been, been off for like, like two weeks. So like, what are you talking about? This is all still it's relatively new stuff. But, but just, so are I'm you guys saying. not? So are you guys not training in those two weeks? Is no, he still I, not I, talking I to the team? We, we we were off for almost a week, ten days, a week and ten days. that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I thought you guys were still training. In the 30 days that he was here, right? And it's not even 30 days yet. It's been like 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the, yeah, but in the month that he's been here, two weeks of that, we haven't been able to. That's why I'm saying it hasn't been enough time. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying any of this to, to, to excuse the performance today. Again, the players have just been poor, but I, I think that these players are not capable of grasping what he wants to do. I think that the four two two can be an effective formation if used no. properly. Um, no. I think it can that's be. Fine. That's fine. But but so my thing is, I mean, we did it against Burnley and it worked. What is so? What are you saying? No. So now, so now you're so, talking about Burnley. No, no, but don't 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 say that. But, it's not but it won't work I said for when. Hold on. I said when used properly, right? It can be effective. And you said no. Okay, but we did that against. I didn't say no. I just said yeah, I'm so worked think up. I just fucked up my mic. So then, like, <laughs> okay, so so, but it worked against Burnley, and we got the three points. So how how can you say that it doesn't work? Some of I the mean, some of the top teams have played four two twos before. So like, I I, I mean, I'm not. You, you can't just say, oh, this formation just doesn't work. Any formation, I, I don't see it work. working with you guys. Is what I'm saying. I think it I, I just work. think with I, mean, I think that we have so I, many attackers. We have so many attackers. I, I think that the formation does work. If you so, can put two of the strikers up top, and if you could put the attacking mids in behind, I mean, why not? Can Sancho not play behind the striker? Can Bruno not play behind the striker? How many strikers do we have? We have Cavani, we have Greenwood, we have Ronaldo, we have Marcial, even though Marcial doesn't play. Lingard. You know, we, you know, we, we have all these other guys. Lingard can play Linger. behind the striker. You know, how many sixes do we have? 
So who who sits in the pivot? We have Matic, we have Donny, we have Fred, we have McTominay, we have Pogba when healthy. I think the, there's nothing wrong with the formation. I think that the formation suits the players, the squad that we has. Now, as he adds and, you know, gets people out, maybe he'll change it. But I think currently there's nothing wrong with the formation. It's the players. I think it's very easy to nitpick at the formation because this guy's new and he's new to the Premier League. But no, why can't we start questioning the players? I, I think I think that's fair. Uh, that's fair. no I, I it, we've been questioning the players yeah exactly like, that's like, what like, I was going to say <laughs> I've been like, saying that man. since Ole days that you know we've been saying Ole 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 but sometimes I just question the players I've been saying that since Ole days now I'm actually like watching it and I'm just like they just can't seem to know what he wants them to do it just seems I like a couple of guys are working their ass off. And the other guys are just like, uh, am I supposed to be here? Am I supposed? I don't know. I think I just think it will take time. So, give him time, and we'll see. So we 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 keep saying give him time, time. I'll time. give him at least ten games. I'll give him time, at least ten time, games. Time, bro. Where is this time? Because we're looking at this squad right now, as we all stated in the beginning of the season. This is a win now United side. This is not a we have oh, time yeah. United side. So but it's switch coaches though. It does, but Mike, that's I mean that I mean, doesn't matter. It's just for me, is my question is where is all this time coming from? Because in your first five matches, this is your first loss. Great. But the table, you're sitting 31st. So it's are you sitting in sorry, you're sitting in seventh with 30 on 31 points, losing you just lost to Wolves today at home for the first time in 40 years. So it's like, where is this aspect of time coming from because to me united doesn't have time they don't have time to hey let's experiment it they need results and they're not getting results so it's no, like no, where's no. all this time coming from? see th this is why i interrupt you you said they need results this is their first loss this okay this is their yeah, first I, loss. think about it I, I they haven't lost yet loss. everyone's right. acting like this is the end of the world here I, no, I, not, this is their I, first I loss i don't understand but, I mean, but everyone but everyone keeps saying time, time, time no, stop everyone keeps saying time 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 Everyone, we've given everyone time at this point. At this point, he's been here long enough. To me, to me, he's been here long enough. I don't think you, that he, to me, you have no stop. Thing. To me, he's been no, no, to, just for this one match and where you guys are at. He's been here long enough. You guys have the quality of players. There's no reason that a match like today, I'm not, I'm just pointing out today, but it's not like we haven't seen this match in, with him in, in previous, in previous times. Now we haven't seen this team in previous, this performance in previous times. It's like, what time do you guys have to, oh, we, we're going to figure out with them for the next seven games and then games, you know, the next 10 games after that would be okay. Like, well, it's, I think it's, to answer your question, I, I think that it's a good timing that we're in January right now and the transfer window is open. We're still in Champions League. We're still in FA Cup. As far as the Premier League goes, obviously we're too far from the teams that are at the top of the table or close to the top of the table to catch them. So I guess making top four is, is the bare minimum that we can do in the league. And I think we'll still achieve that. Um, again, if you haven't watched our predictions episode, please go watch that. Um, I said I said it earlier as well too. I, I when I look at the other teams, I don't see them finishing above us, regardless of what our struggles are and how 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 poor we've been playing. I still think that we've been playing like this for the past two years and we've made top four. So what makes me think that we're not going to make top four this week? You know what I'm saying? We had Ole, we have Ragnik now. At least my coach now has like I have a better coach. So you're telling me now with a better coach, I'm not going to make top four with the players that we have. I mean, but no, it's, it's I, just I think more... that it's just so, it's so like reaction week to week again, 
You know what I'm saying? It's not. No, no, no. It's not going to be pretty. But again, did we deserve to beat Norwich a few weeks ago? No, we did. Just about to say. You remember? You remember? (laughs) Just about to say that. You remember? Remember when we played Crystal Palace? Remember when we played uh, Wolves the first time this year? Mm -hmm. Karma got us this time. They beat us at our. We beat them at their home. They beat us at our home. We're gonna find ways to win games. We have two. We have two good of players to to drop as many points as the other. I mean, if if you look at Chelsea last season around this time. We were doing worse than they are. So, I mean, to get top four, I think it's feasible for United. They have a lot of time to get top four. How many points are there off? What? Six points, seven points of the uh, Arsenal? Six, They're not six. that far. Yeah. So, like, like yeah. I, I mean, unless you guys expect Arsenal to just go undefeated uh, from this point on. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. Maybe I'll adjust. But I'm just saying at the top of the year, you know, when before the whole Ole firing before Ragnick, when you guys first got Ronaldo, just 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 peep the energy. You were like, Ronaldo's here. I'm expecting this, that, and the third. Should I have not been? Why not? I'm not saying you shouldn't have. But what I'm saying is throughout the, you know, throughout the season, things happen. Obviously, COVID, injuries, new manager. Ole. Ole. The only reason why we're in this position, bro, is because of all this. I, I, I know no, you're right. Know, you're right. You're, you're trying to make it this whole. You're trying to energy shift about me. It's just like I've been telling you for the past almost two years now that this guy isn't good enough, right? And he's essentially the reason why we're even having this conversation now is because he's so shit. Man, he and he's left us in in such a bad position. You've dropped so mm-hmm. many points when we weren't playing any of the tough opponents, and now we're here talking still about challenging points. an Arsenal too. That's fair. I mean, I, I, drop I but I, I just That's look at y'all again, and maybe this is because I have expectations for United to do a little bit better. But Norwich, you got the dub. But when I look at the Newcastle loss a few weeks ago, or or draw Newcastle draw a few weeks ago. When I look at the loss to Wolves, again, and and maybe this is me thinking about United the same way I think about Chelsea. We have the teams that should be competing for a title, like that should be in a title race. Mm-hmm. We we have the, whether you want to admit it or not, you have the players, bro. You have the players. You said it last year. You guys got second place with Ole. You guys have the players to be competing for a title race. But when I see you drop points to these mid-table teams, these lower-of-the-table teams, these these relegation teams, I just can't take that as oh, it's you know, it's it, you bad. know, it's 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 not good. Whether you want to you know say it out loud or not, it's not a good look. Regardless of who the manager not, is, the the players look. have to play and they have yeah. to perform. So yeah. it's just like I don't know if. It's a coaching thing. He's not getting through to them, or if it's a players thing, they're not it's picking it up, or if it's a little bit of both. But time will tell. I think United have uh, the players to you know get results, but they don't have the players to the players that are going to stay consistent throughout a season that are going to give you at least a minimum of a seven, a seven out of ten performance every game. I don't think they have enough of those. I mean. Fred to me is one of those. Juan Bissaka is one of those. McTominay is one of those. Maguire is one of. There's so many of them that you. It's just a toss-up. That it shouldn't be that way in a in a team like Manchester United. I think that's what that's it fair. is, honestly. That's fair. I mean, I think that's a good place to end it, just because. I didn't realize when you guys had those two uh, postponed matches that you guys weren't yeah. training either. 
I thought there, you know, there was still some sort of team training or get together, but missing two weeks is a lot. Missing two weeks is a lot. I'm looking at the table now. It's Brentford away and Brighton at home. The way Brighton looks, that game could go either way. The way Brentford Brentford away, at home, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, so when I look at those matches, it's like those should be winnable games, you know, in the grand scheme of things. But based off what I've seen since coming back from your, you know, your two postponed matches, it's not great, bro. It's not great, and so that that's why I have a little bit of poor of caution when I look at United and you say. You know, let's give Ragnick more time. Let's do this, that. For me, these should be all games that you win. You know what I mean? And that's and that's why I get upset. Maybe, maybe you're, you're – and again, I, and now I kind of see why you gave us a little bit of slack when we got Tuchel. And I'll give you time, bro. I'll give you as much time as you want to where you think things are clicking. But I still feel like you should have a higher expectation. I, I think around 10 games, we should have seen enough. Yeah, to where there should be some type of pattern in what they do or what they want to do, but they don't, I, have, they don't, I don't have time for ten games. I don't That's think it's thing. about my expectation. Though. I think it's just about these players just not being good. I think I don't know why why that can't be a thing. That's just my opinion. Yeah, no, it, two be. things could be true. Let's let's cool, man. You guys, game, but game with these same see. players, you know, you got second place last year. So, if for me, if you expect anything less this year with a few more additions. And some people For gone. Sure yeah, you know? they're massively underachieving. Like, that's not that, brushing that's, that's that. all I want to say. Yeah. Right now, it doesn't look great halfway through the season. It doesn't. But, you know, just like Mike said, last year, Chelsea was in dire straits yeah. halfway through the season. And the manager change was the best thing for us. So, we'll, we'll give it time, bro. We'll give it time. And, you know, it's 2022, new year. Hopefully, new United. Hopefully, a new United. Um. But just going into Chelsea here. <sighs> the hot topic. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where I want to start oh, with this. These guys, man. Let me tell you about these guys. <laughs> yeah, so so I'll start, I'll start here first and foremost. I'll start with the match a little bit. And I won't get too in-depth into the match. I'll just say my my few points. We played Liverpool in the beginning of the year. I think it was match week two or match week three. And I came to the pod that next day or the, you know, whenever we recorded next. And I was pissed because that 1-1 draw easily could have been a Chelsea win, even with the red card. I said from the jump, Mason Mount had a chance to go up 2-0 in the first half. And then five minutes later, Reese James gets a red card. They score off a PK, a 1-1-0 draw, or a 1-1 draw. This week, circumstances were a little bit different. But Pulisic, mm. not clinical enough in the first half, ends in a 2-2 draw. <laughs> and it's just like, Bruh, I don't me. know what it's going to take for these players yeah. to get it in their head that they have to be more clinical. But we won't win the league. Like we're we're not going to win the league. Like I'm I'm just going to say that right now, based oh, off what on. I've seen. It's too it's too early for me. I I won't say that, but you say, don't tell me unless it unless it gets better, man. Because and again, maybe I'm being too nit. Maybe maybe I'm being too nitpicky. But there was a there was a graphic that came up 
for Mason Mount. It showed him in the last, like, uh, four or five games. He had, like, four goals, two assists. And I'm like, bro, that's great. For anyone else, maybe if you're looking with a, with a blind eye or, or you don't watch the Premier League every, every week, you're like, oh, those are great numbers. But as a Chelsea fan, when I watch us play and I see Mason Mount have 10 chances to score and he's only putting away four of them in the last four or five matches, when I see Pulisic, he's having ample chances to score two goals a game. Ample chances to, to, to get that next, to get to the next step. And we just can't put it away. Or we, we just don't make that final pass. Or we just aren't able to figure out what we need to do in that attacking third. It's a little frustrating. Because I look at City. I look at Liverpool. And they're putting away chances which help them either get that point or get those three points. And I don't really want to talk too much about the game because, you know, for us to even get the draw, thank God, because we were down to one. So it's tough that we didn't win. I thought we were going to be able to protect the bridge at home. Down to we move. I'll, I'll take the draw. But what I also want to talk about just for, just for a tad is the whole Lukaku thing because – me and Mike, we, we had a little bit of different opinions on the story when it broke. Personally, it was like a slap to the face for me because we all needed a striker this year. Every Chelsea fan knew that we needed a striker. Uh, Holland was on the table. Obviously, that fell through. We were looking at a few other players, but ultimately, we ended up with Lukaku. Paid $100 million for him. He was all about it, coming back home to the place that gave him his first chance in the Prem. He had a few games to start. He started off hot, scored in his first couple, got injured. Then there was COVID. He comes back. Last game had a goal and a foul in the box, which turned into a goal, so goal and assist. And then the next day, a story drops about how he and Tuchel aren't getting along, how he has unfinished business at Inter, how he never wanted to leave. And for me, it's just ungrateful, bro. It's totally ungrateful. And I'm glad Tuchel, you know, got everything sorted out. The new reports are that, you know, they met today on Monday. Whatever they spoke about, Lukaku is now calm. They've seen eye to eye. And the best thing about the story, which I said in our group chat, was that the locker room banded together and they all looked at Lukaku like, bro, what are you talking about? They all, like all the players, they were, they, they kind of looked at him and was just like, really? And that makes me, that, that makes me happy as a Chelsea fan to know that our team chemistry is already that tight because we do have a lot of young players. So I, I think that's a good thing. I think that helps them, you know, bond together. But to also have the managers back and to say, nah, you shouldn't really be saying all that. That makes me understand that Tuchel has the locker room and whatever was going on with Tuchel. Tucho and Lukaku, I, I, hope it's, I, I hope it's done. I hope it's a done deal. I hope we never hear anything else about it. But it frustrated me a little bit to see that after all that we did to bring him to Chelsea, the warm welcome we gave him, how we wanted him to be, you know, how we implemented him as a part of the team, how we wanted him to be a leader, how he was taking, you know, Cho under his wing when he first came. All that little stuff kind of went out the window when he's like, yo, I... I don't like what Tuchel's told me. He said he was going to play this formation as that formation. And this is all after you just scored. 
I can understand if you come off mm-hmm. injury, mm-hmm. you've had a bad run of games, Tuchel's not playing you in the lineup. Scored back to back games. Bro, it's like, what is the issue? That was that was the that was the that's I guess that's what irked me. I was just like, bro, like, what's the issue? What what is actually making you mad? What's making you go to Sky Sports three weeks ago when you're still injured, technically just coming off your injury and starting to train to say all this? Because it's not like you were playing week in, week out, and then Tuchel left you off the you team. Were you were hurt, bro. You were hurt. Mm. And even the game that you played, Tuchel didn't want to play you. But because Chalaba got hurt, Conte got hurt, he had to bring on some subs. And he said, you know what, let's bring on Lukaku in the 73rd minute or whatever it is. So he's not only giving you extra chances to play when he himself has reservations about bringing you on too early, but he's giving you that luxury of playing 90 minutes coming off an of injury. He's giving you that luxury of you being one of the first off the bench. So it it angers me because when I saw that Lukaku wasn't playing this week, I was like, I don't know if we get the win. That Liverpool game was asking for Lukaku, man. There were certain points in this match where I'm like, if we had a striker, someone to just hold the ball up, someone to beat up on Virgil on that back line, we needed a bigger body. We needed somebody that could go toe-to-toe with Virgil. That game was screaming for Lukaku and him not being there, I don't want to say it cost us those, you know, you know, those two points, but I think him being on the pitch would have added a different factor that possibly would have made us, you know, have that edge. I, I don't want to necessarily say we would have won, but I think we played the better game. I think we had the better chances. You know, Salah scored a goal out of nothing. He beat Mendy near post, which should never really happen. But, you know, when you have an elite world-class player like that, sometimes they make something out of nothing. So, for me, I just hope the whole Lukaku saga is done with. I hope that there's no more issues that come out of his camp. But when I look at Chelsea, it's the same thing. I think we need to be a little bit more clinical. I think we need to shoot more. Look at what happens when you shoot or when you attempt to shoot. Kovic just scored a, scored a worldie. Bro. <laughs> a worldie. I mean, probably goal of the year candidate for the mm-hmm. Prem. I mean, you know, Ruben Neves did his thing today too, but it's like when we take chances outside the box, when we, when we aren't just trying to walk the ball into the net, we actually have a team that can beat you from four or five different ways. We can score off set pieces. We can score in open play. We can score off PKs. You know, we have Jorginho who has eight goals off penalties. We have a team that can score and hit you from different ways. But we have to be more clinical. We have to take more shots. I think that's the I think that's the one thing that's missing from our team. That killer instinct around net, that that will to want to shoot more. But Mike, you know, what'd you take away from this game? Because I, I could talk about the negatives um, I guess all day. But um, I mean, for me, for the game, I honestly wasn't impressed. Uh, I just I just wasn't impressed at all. Um, Pulisic especially, even though he got you know the game tying goal, I I just wasn't impressed. I mean, look at Mane's goal and look at his goal. Yeah, it, it was off a mistake. But if that ball fell to Pulisic the same way it, falls, it fell to Mane, he's not scoring that. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just have some type of composure. Look at the way the ball fell for him. A chance like that and we don't, we don't get a – we don't score. We don't even get a shot off. I mean, I, I I wasn't impressed. Two two, I low-key felt like we were we we really got fraudulent. We got away with fraudulent 
performance. We weren't like impressive, honestly. I mean, we were at home, so we had the energy to, you know, keep pushing, trying to keep attacking them. But I overall, I didn't think we were impressive. Um, I think certain guys are just not good enough. I want to shout out Kovacic, man, because this is so this nice. is what I've been saying. This guy is so good. If he could just, you know, just finish a little bit, bro. If he could just be, you know, give a good final pass, you know, put a shot on target. This guy would be a great midfielder, like better than he already is. I think he, he had the best performance in this game. I mean, he was the only bright spot for me. He was the only guy that was playing the way that I think we should always play. Like, why can't we just be direct? He was direct every single time he got the ball. He took the ball with intention, attacking the defense with intention. Everybody else wants to pass the ball around, try to find like the perfect pass or something. This is Liverpool. We're not going to completely break them down. Like you said, you got to take shots. Some of these shots, sometimes if you don't take it, you just never know. You think somebody's gonna block this it? Is, or this is against enough. their backup keeper. This isn't Alisson. Exactly. Granted, Kelleher looked good. Kelleher he's, he's looked good well. in his past he few played matches. Well. He's looked yeah. great. So nothing against the young guy, but it's just like this is not their main guy. Why don't you why don't you see this match as something that you can take to to make a stamp Advantage. on your place in the league? You know, this is the two versus the three. This is a marquee matchup. This is a team that's won the league in the past two, three years. This is a team that has won Champions League in the last two, three years and then gone back and won the table. So for me, if this is the team that we aspire to be like or be better than, we have to go at them like we are, especially at home. Exactly. And that's my only thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like you also said, like we, if we had Lukaku on the field, He's probably the, the difference maker. Like, if we had him on the field, he's probably the difference maker. I didn't think Virgil looked very durable. He looks a little slow. I don't know if he's completely healthy. <laughs> Virgil does, doesn't, doesn't look healthy. He Kirk just doesn't does. look healthy. He looked um, good to me. I don't know. He, he, nah. looks, he looks... I nice. mean, I feel like he's that good that he can hide it. I don't think he's 100%. Um, what's his name? Lukaku. So to me, when the story initially broke, you know, he's he's unhappy. I'm like, okay, I, I guess this came out probably when he, you know, he was having that run of, you know, him not scoring. So I'm like, I can see why he would say something like that, okay, you know. And for me, usually when stories like these drop, I, I want to actually see their interview because there's so many times – if player will say something, you know, a whole sentence and they'll take just like the first couple and they'll, you know, post it. So I'm, I'm like, if he's not happy, I can, I mean, I, I understand. He probably wants us to switch things up and not just rely on one thing. So that's the point of view I was coming from. And with the inter thing, oh, missing inter, I'm like, you know what? He won with them. Like, I, I get it. I feel like anybody that has been on, uh, been part of a team that has won something, you always have a special place with those guys. It's like if you would want to play one more game with them, eventually sometime somewhere down the line, of course you would say, yeah, I'm sure. So I was looking at it from the, I was actually giving him credit, looking at it from the perspective of, you know what? I get it. He's probably having a hard time. He's just 
moved countries, moved teams. You know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. So then I see some of these, you know, the, the remainder of, you know, some of these things that he said, talking about, you know, the top three best teams in the world and how, you know, City offered him. You know, when you start getting into things like that, then we have a problem. We can't we can sit here and be and act like these guys are not human beings and be like, oh, he doesn't miss his old former club mates. Yeah, I, I understand. He probably missed them. He probably wants to go back. But when you start saying shit like that, it gets, okay, what the fuck is going on, right? <laughs> when you say things, because I can understand everybody being homesick, you know, missing where you came from. But when okay. you start making state, statements like, oh, City offered me, but, you know, I didn't take it. It was even more than Chelsea offered me. Yeah. When you start making statements right. like that, then it, it gets like, okay, what the fuck do you want? You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, and then, and then on top you of that, <laughs> and then on top of that, you hear that Sky did not even offer him that interview. He fucking yeah, called Sky. He yeah, called Sky to ask for that interview. So then, you know, it, it just it's, it's like, OK, I was actually giving you the benefit of the doubt that you're not that stupid. You know, you're, you're actually a real human being. But no, then I see all these things and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. It's not even the way I was looking at it. Trolling. So, so it's just like that's why I was like, this, this yeah, like, is for, for to me, to me, the locker room part is over. But like, bro, at this point. You're not no Chelsea fan is backing you until you're like consistently scoring goals. Like you're not gonna get love. You, I, I just don't see it. I don't see. I don't think I'm over it. I don't think you're over it. The guys in the locker room with him are probably over it. But if a guy that comes to my club give you a hundred mil, and then you're talking about fucking City. Oh, City gave me more, but I didn't take. <laughs> like when you you know when you say shit like that, it, it becomes. It becomes more like, bro, like, where was your head? Like, where was your head? It sounded, I, I just don't get it. Where was your head? To be honest, it sounded it sounded extremely conceited. Like, the whole thing just sounded yeah. very self-centered and everything about it. I mean, I, I was from, listening. From, I was. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. From like from 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 calling Sky to, you know, the comments in the interviews, like everything. He wants to make so, things so right centered. with interference. Like yeah, it's, it's, everything is everything is him, 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 him. And it's like I didn't I'm not going to sit here and say off of one instance, I'm going to say Lukaku is just a self-centered, you know, a conceited type of player. But I just don't know what what brought you know what brought this out of him um maybe it's the injury really did take a toll on him and him not playing and stuff like that but it's you know to the to the to your teammates it's like bro the club just spent all this money on you and you're new especially here especially like, to the we, teammates it's disrespectful yeah, we, we we just came from winning a champions league in the super cup without you bro, without you and we're we and we're that. yeah like we're we're a club who's who's established and accomplished and in a squad that's established and accomplished with maybe a couple other signs, we're bringing, we're accepting you into this brotherhood and you come in and after six months, just completely disrespect the trust. Like, I just think that was from, like you said, from, to be honest, I don't think his teammates are over it. Um, I know oh, the family. Uh, no, no, that, there's no way. Think, there's no I, way. As a team, as a teammate, I'm not gonna lie. I'm looking at you like, bro, like, yeah, I'm you, looking at you, you real sideways. Down. I mean, yeah, exactly. I, I have to sit down with you and be like, no, nah, for real, like, take what the fuck did you mean by that? Like, what were you thinking? Supposed to be the leader too. Yeah, like exactly. 
you're you're a veteran at this point in the bro you've been playing since you were 16 in the premier league bro like you're a you're a vet you, you you're mature at this point you're 28 like bro what made you call and, and say all these things about and not directly about me as a teammate, Bro, but it's dude, like about he, the he club. Was like shit at United too, man. That's how, that's that's wrong. Rome going to do wrong, man. It's it's I I don't know. I I I still think that. I mean, as a outside of Lukaku, from the locker room and teammate standpoint and Tuchel standpoint, I think it was great that you know everyone was kind of on a combined front and a and a solid front. But bro, I'm I'm not. There's things going on in that Chelsea locker room because if I'm not gonna lie, if I'm a teammate. Yeah, it's, there's I'm no not, way. over a couple of days. I'm not being like, yeah, we cool. Like, nah, bro. It's 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 a lot going on with that, and it's the good it's, thing. It's wrong. The good thing I just is what he did was wrong. The good thing is before they even met, Tucho called you know some veterans of the team. He called Conte, uh, Aspie, you know some of the Jorginho. vets. Jorginho. Yeah. He had a meeting with them, and then he sat down with Lukaku by himself. And the you know the new story is that. Everything is calm between those two, you know, no, Lukaku and Tuchel. Again, you know, hmm. if we're keeping it in-house, we're keeping it in-house. We got to tell the public that everything's straight. No, but mind you, too, nobody knows what this problem, apparently he said. No he one has. knows what it is. So this is all confusing to everybody, right? So it's like they don't even know what they're, they're, they're even trying to, like, talk about, honestly. Because like, as a like, fan, what is this problem that you wrong? have? Because as right. a fan, yeah, because as a fan, it's like, bro, like, we got you. You started off hot. Okay, you got hurt. That's part of the game. But you then can. you come back and you score in back-to-back matches. So if yeah. I'm a fan and I'm looking at your trajectory since you've been back at Chelsea, besides the injury, what's <laughs> really the issue? And that's why I'm just yeah. like, and that's yeah. why I was so taken back when I saw it. I was like, What's happened in the last two, three weeks that makes you want to go back to Inter, bro? And, and this is, and that's, a, and that's a thing I, though. I, and I understand, I understand him having a love for a city like Italy's. Sure, I've never been, but it looks like a beautiful place to be. And Milan mm-hmm. looks like a beautiful place to be. But you know, you're saying you want to go back to Inter and all this, but this isn't the same Inter team. <laughs> you know, like this Conte's isn't the, not there. The they Conte lost players. is not there. They lost players. They're, like they're still doing this, well. They're still, exactly. No, they're still doing well. They're still doing well. Don't get it twisted. Don't they're get it. They're, the still, they're still balling, but it's like this still isn't the same Inter team. This isn't the, you know. So it's like I don't know. It's it was just the whole like everyone's been saying this whole interview and this whole situation is just weird. Like it's just out of yeah. left field, out the blue, out of if, nowhere. No one saw. If, if you watch, if you watch Tuco's press conference from uh, before the weekend, you you can tell before that you you could tell he was in it. He was like, okay, these guys. He was he probably had this. He was he was probably thinking the same way I was thinking. Like, oh, you know, they're trying to, you know, perfect timing where, you know, when he was literally thinking the same way I was thinking. But then he gets everything and now he's like, OK, I have to talk to him because after everything else came out, I'm like, I'm completely confused because you just scored in two games. You just came back from injury. You haven't really been playing. So what exactly are you mad at me or the club about? Like, it was confusing. But yeah. honestly, to me, it's just like I said, you know, they're going to say it's cool in the locker room, but 
As fans, it's not going to be cool for a while. It'll I, probably I, be never cool. It'll probably be never cool. Yeah, this is this is I, that, that's the yeah, thing. It'll probably never I, cool. I don't think he understood like the weight that yeah that interview had. And then on top of that, like bro, I would not be surprised if he plays or starts or whatever. He gets booed. Like oh, I, oh, yeah. I will not be and, surprised and I, that I when don't mind that. Like, I don't mind the that. ball. He gets booed. I don't mind it's that. It's like deserve yeah, it's this is bad, man. That. It's I don't mind. I never would. I never thought. I never thought that he would do something like that. But it's just. It's the the way that he did it, and then the that what he that's said why the I give just... him the benefit of the doubt because I'm like, there's no way he could upset something like that. You know, like that would make you just we just bought you for hundred million. It was Luku's back. All these campaign shit we did Luku's for you, back. like so. I'm I'm like it, it can't be. They're probably taking it out of context, mm. but I was wrong. I was I was wrong. It's, he just completely put his foot in his mouth. So, what, what do you think? What do you think like happens moving forward with him? Like, do you think because um, just for me, I mean, I don't think he'll personally. I don't think he'll feature in like the next two games. And then when he comes back after the next two games, I probably think he'll probably get booed. That's that's personally like my personal feeling, and yeah. I don't know how it's gonna go in the locker room. And depending on how it goes for the rest of the season, he, he might not be here. I mean, I, I don't, like, I don't, I don't be, think he should play honest. the next game for sure. He shouldn't play the next game, but I think he he should play on the weekend. I think he should play uh, because, because you're not, you're the, the longer you hold on, no, the more you should you, you drag out you drag out the drama. The longer you hold on, you, you yeah, drag it out. If they said that they're good, they're good. I mean, play them. Yeah, he, I, I, I agree. agree. You, you can't play Pulisic. So. You can't leave I, him up there. I think I think he should. I think he should play. But you think he should play on Wednesday? I, yes. I personally think if if you're what saying to the public Carabao? like like you just said yeah, like you yeah. just said Mike if if you're to if you keep you know delaying it not playing him this on the third is yeah, going to drag it out. it out and if you yeah. already came out you already came out saying everything's cool on the Chelsea front so if you've already said that and then you know he doesn't play or whatever the case may be it's going to drag out the the situation even more but personally I don't he I don't think he's going to play that's just my personal opinion, and personal. I think when he comes back, he's gonna get booed. Like I think he's gonna get booed. And we we usually don't drag he, shit like this out, so I don't and, think we'll drag it out. Yeah, but yeah. but depending on how his performances go, bro, this might be a signing short lived. I, I just want to come out and say that now. I just want to come out and say and, that now. And, depending on and how I don't mind go. that because I honestly, he wasn't my first choice. That was a part two that hurt because he wasn't even my first choice. But when we went after him, I, f- I was like, you know what? This might be a blessing in disguise. But then, you know, it was like, I, OK, so I was wrong on that, too, I guess. <laughs> you know what? That's what that's what I've always said, though. We never nobody ever holds us hostage like ever. So I'm not like worried in the terms of like, oh, you know, like, bro, we'll go get somebody else. Like, yeah, I don't care. Somebody, at all. Right? Right? Yeah, you can get somebody. We'll go, we'll go get somebody else. So that doesn't bother me at all. It just pisses me off that he just tried to like just talk about all these things that he just, tried to strong. I, 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 I couldn't. I just couldn't figure it out. Like his thought process, saying some of these things he was saying. Like I just couldn't get it. Like with the inter thing, I get. I could give him a pass for it, but the other shit, I'm just like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, this will, what are you talking about? No, this will be my. Go ahead. Yeah, I, th- this will be my last uh, statement because I got to bounce. You know. <laughs> Lukaku not the only player out there that got to lace up this <laughs> more than him. But um, but this will be the last thing I'll say. And 
I agree. I think the fans should boo him because if I was going to their match, I would boo him because I need him mm-hmm. to understand that what he did it's is not cool. respectful yeah. to the club and it's not respectful to the players and it's not respectful to the fans. This is someone who I was watching when I was a teenager. You know what I mean? This is someone who's only two, three years older than me. So when I'm looking at him play for my favorite club, when he's 16, 17, I'm 14 years old, I can see a little bit of myself in Lukaku. So yeah, you know, he went abroad, he did his thing, and now he's back. This is a player I hold near and dear to my heart. Same with the fans that are at Stamford Bridge. So for him to say that, and then the story come out in January when we know the transfer portal is about to open, is just disrespectful. Yeah, that, that, it, it, that's, it, it that's is. The other, that's it the is. other side of it. It's like you do this right before the transfer window. He just wants like to be the right same. before the transfer window. Bro. It's, it's, it's just it's, all bad. It's just something that you can't do. And and again, like I said, the best thing here, the best thing to come out from this story was that the locker room had Tuchel's back, and it seemed like Lukaku mm-hmm. was by himself after he made that statement. And so I'm glad. I'm glad that Tuchel sat down with, you know, the leaders on our team. I'm glad he sat down with Lukaku individually. And I'm glad that they nipped it in the bud, you know, because big Rome will tell little Rome who's boss. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like when <laughs> it comes down to it, there, there's a big Rome and there's a little Rome. So, yeah. so that's just the last thing I'm going to say. Uh, Problem. You know, hopefully we go, we go get this dub, score this hat trick, but we'll right, see y'all later. We just right, wrap bro. up here. Let's just wrap yeah. up here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man. I hope I hope this whole saga is over, man. Like it, it's just it's shocking. Honestly, it could be career altering. You, you never know. There are some things you just never come back from. I mean, I, I do think that Tusha was right in dropping him though. But like you said, I mean, yeah. for me, the, the most important thing and the biggest thing is just everyone just seemed very caught off guard. Uh, with this uh, and it's just I don't know I I don't like how you're putting the manager in that position right yeah and like you're from the you've been here before you know you again you talking about you have this unfinished business and all this yeah like you're talking the part and then you come here and then maybe things aren't going the way I mean you got injured though as well too and like yeah the timing was weird just because he scored and then like this came out. transfer I, window. I don't, yeah. Like, I don't. How did you grow from this? How did you get better from this? Like, if anything, it hurts you. And now your teammates mm-hmm. are looking at you sideways. Now. Hurts, it hurts yeah, you that, as a that's why I'm you, so, go ahead. I'm go sorry. Ahead. I was gonna say it, it hurts you as a player because one, I think your confidence is gonna dip because the no one has your back right now. And then on top yeah. of that, it hurts the team because it now you're trying to divide, you know. And bro, and, that's what I'm saying. This can be career altering. Like your your, your <laughs> position is clearly is dependent on everybody else. Uh, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. What? exactly. Uh, yep. yeah. but yeah, man, I think it's a good place to. I oh, wish you do predictions real quick. Yeah, uh, so, you guys, well, so everyone, everyone has Carabao, so we should do Carabao, Carabao. predictions. And yeah, we, we should just do Carabao because no and one, then we have the weekend. Really games. Oh, do you have the weekend? We have matches this weekend, yeah. It's there's games really? this weekend, right? Am I tripping? I don't, I don't think there's any the, this weekend. Is it international break? No, the, the next game start next Tuesday, bro. None this weekend. Oh yeah, is it is. FA Cup? Am I might. Tr- oh, FA Cup. Yeah, FA, FA Cup. Cup. FA Cup. I'm sorry, FA yeah. Cup. 
Yeah. I was about to say, there's no international break, is there? <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, no, I know I we have a game scared. on Saturday. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, it's it's uh, a <laughs> Carabao, Carabao Cup and FA Cup, so it's and domestic FA cup week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we don't play um, Carabao. But um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we play, we play. Oh, you go ahead. Oh no, I I just wanted to um, some predictions. So we play Liverpool, uh, you know this this Thursday, in the Carabao Cup. <clears throat> Um, at the Emirates, I really honestly don't know kind of like what to expect, um, lineup wise, because I don't know if you know we're gonna go in for the kill and solve our starters or we're gonna throw in you know some Ketia, some youth players. So I really don't know, but either way, either way, I still expect three points. I think we just need to build off the momentum from uh. You know that we had from City, even though we took that L. I think you know, we need to build off the momentum and the good performance, and I think we get like a a two one, a two one win, three one win. To be honest, I mean they don't have a lot of their key attacking players. They don't have Mane. They don't have Salah. You know, uh, so they don't have been season on Liverpool. So yeah, you, you got listen, them at the right time. Yeah, we got them man. at the right time. You got them at the right time. It's it's a bless, yeah. man. It's, is the Lord's looking looking down on us right now? Okay, so okay, guys okay, looking okay, down on us. Okay, so okay. I expect a three one win. Are you guys still in FA Cup? Mm-hmm. Got FA Cup. We got Nottingham Forest this Sunday. And be it's a way. <laughs> come on, man. Bro, we, that, We're not talking expected about three that. points. Yeah, expected. Yeah, man. We got we got the, the new look uh Tottenham, the Conte boys uh on Wednesday. Mm. Yeah, man. They're they're coming to the bridge though, so. That's the only uh, the only part that you know gives me a little confidence, you know, with this whole Lukaku you know drama going on. Um, honestly, I don't think he should play the next game, but if he plays, I'm not gonna be mad. I think he should play on the weekend, right? And even if he don't play in the next two games, we don't really need him. So, but yeah, and I'm hoping this this shit is over with for for the. I'm hoping what, uh, with. What's the score prediction for the Tottenham? Uh, Tottenham, Tottenham, a little cool two or three zero win. Cool, a cool, 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 like cool two or three cool, zero. Cool like a cucumber. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those where like the game's actually really close, and then you just run away with it. Yeah, that, that <laughs> yeah. that's what I think. <laughs> like, yeah. it was three yeah. nil, but it wasn't really three yeah. nil. Like the last game, yeah, it was three nil, yeah. but it wasn't really three nil. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't be mad with a two zero win. We play Aston Villa on Monday, so we have a while off. Yeah, you have a whole week off. I don't, yeah. I don't know, bro. Hopefully, in this, in, in this, in this break, what? How many days? What, today's Monday. Seven you have days. A week. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying so. seven days. They can, you know, brush up on the powerpoints and whatever that they got <laughs> to do to to get prepared for Monday. But uh, we should be able to beat Aston Villa. Um, I'll say. I'll say, I'll say two nil. Two nil. Where's the game? Um, I believe the game. You know, you know, Danny Ings is back and firing. <laughs> but I mean, they have happen. injuries though. They have injuries. Yeah, they have too, hella injuries. So, they're not really. So, uh, they're not. They're yeah. not going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. We we play them. What's that Old Trafford? Uh, Aston Villa. <laughs> Mm, you know, people love coming to Old Trafford. 
But no, it is. I mean, it's just like, well, you, like <laughs> the, you to, the old saying goes, right? You, every game is won and lost in the midfield. Mm. So the constant thing that has been with us for the past, what, three years has been what? The midfield. The, midfield. the characters I mean, that are there now. Fred didn't play today, though. So we it's, know it's not Fred. Okay, but what's the one constant, Mike? <laughs> what's the one constant? What's, he's been there yeah, for big time. He's been looking good, though. Come on, man. He's been looking good. What? I know, but before we get out of here, I know you're going to kill me if I don't give him credit for uh, having putting on a masterclass against Burnley. You know, I'm glad that we finally found his level. Burnley. Okay, see, to me. (laughs) If only we played them every week. If we played them every week, we'd be cool. But we don't play them every week. Oh, man. Yeah. See, to me, that's what's so confusing. He he put on a performance like that, and then today he shows him abysmal, abysmal. Jeez, that's who he is, man. My God. Hey, you know. So so before we go, I mean, how how are we feeling about Ofcon? Do you guys have any uh, favorite teams? Um, is it gonna be on uh, ESPN or what's it gonna? I think be? it's on ESPN, right? ESPN yeah. Plus. Yeah, I think it's on yeah. ESPN Plus. This okay. Year. Okay, yeah, man. So, It'll, it'll be a fun watch. I'm not actually looking. I mean, I'm just I'm, I'm riding with the uh, the black stars, you know. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I think I, I really like this Senegal team, man. I think Senegal can go. Yeah, Senegal looks good. Uh, Senegal looks good. To be honest, I like I like Algeria a lot right now. Um, I think Algeria, Niger- do, Algeria will do well. I think Nigeria, Ghana will do Niger- well. Nigeria, Nigeria, um, this. So too. yeah, I I think there there's some teams in here. I think Ghana should should do and, and to be honest, my sleeper, my sleeper is Cameroon. I think Cameroon. Yeah, they have some yeah. Cameroon has a squad damage. too. Yeah, they got a they Cameroon got, has a squad. Yeah, they they can get some guys though too. Like Eto's do, do overtime over there. Yeah, He's trying to yeah, convince yeah. a lot yeah. of these guys, but yeah, it's really cool. cool to from see. Dortmund, he's trying to recruit him too. Yeah, not bad. It's just it's just cool to see like these African guys are given these countries a chance i feel like before they would just be like it should yeah man. yeah i'd rather just go here to england or germany or- like like look at nigeria nigeria and uh huh? ivory coast ivory coast yeah. looks good too ivory coast mm-hmm. is a good team ivory coast looks good uh egypt looks good too let's not forget yeah they have yeah. uh mohammed uh salah they have they have El Ghazi, right? <laughs> they have El Ghazi, El Hamidi, El, El Mohamedi, El Neni. They have all yeah, of them. Yeah, they, they have, they have, they have, they have a squad, man. So, yeah, man. But yeah, I'm definitely. Forward, I think it's I'm on ESPN Plus. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward yeah. to it, man. It's just, it's just more football. And it's yeah. all throughout the day now. So, it, yeah. it'll be, it'll be fun watch. It's a uh, different yeah. football, though. African football is different. Yeah, it's different. It's rugged. It's a whole bunch of fouls. A whole bunch of fouls. Yeah, man. It's going to be high intensity. Tug of war. You want to you wanna talk about passion and desire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. But, yeah, man, I appreciate um, all you guys for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Appreciate your guys' support. And, as always, good luck to you and your future endeavors. Thank you.